Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Third hour of Clay and Buck kicks off right now, everybody. And a lot going on. Just to recap a little bit of what we've been discussing here. So tonight at 6 o'clock Eastern time will be the announcement of Ron DeSantis's presidential campaign on Twitter with Elon Musk. And uh, David Sachs is going to be... And moderating or just posting uh, along with them, who's a tech guy and a Musk confidant. Uh, so we're all looking to see how that goes. Trump is firing off salvos at uh, Ron DeSanctimonious. I, look, I, I know people are going to, so, man, might think I'm biased. Trump has had better nicknames for people. It, this this isn't a this isn't a meatball. Ron was never going to work uh, at all. We all knew that one, but uh, Desanctimonious. I don't think it. I don't think it really hits. Low energy Jeb, little Marco, crooked crooked Hill, crooked Hillary may have won him the election. I mean uh, the nicknames. So we'll see. I mean Desanctimonious is kind of long, tough to spell. An um, effective nickname points out something that people might already have in the back of their mind. I don't think of Ron DeSantis as really sanctimonious. Does that, that matter? Like, Hillary is crooked. And I don't know about Jeb Bush's energy, but he definitely, like, when he put the exclamation point after his name, it well, was like it, you're trying to, yeah. Wasn't he the guy also who was, who was at the rally who was like, please clap? And, right? yeah. <laughs> he asked them to clap, and that was not, that was a moment. You don't want to be, you don't want to be telling people, please clap for me. Uh, so that, that was not good for him. So anyway, we're, we're looking at the DeSantis announcement coming up tonight. I do also, I want to talk about, uh, the White House's response to some of what's going on here with, uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre and, you know, speaking on behalf of Biden. But first up, Clay, have you seen this yet? The, we've talked about percentages. Have you seen what the total value loss so far? Now this is in stock. For Anheuser Busch InBev is since the controversy. Do you know the number? I was going to have I, I do. Guess. I do know the number, but I bet our audience does not know the number. 
$15.7 billion in value lost. $15.7 billion. Now, it's also crossed over. The first week, of this, people are saying, oh, the stock is, you know, it's up $3, it's down $3. They were all mocking. No, no, now this is, they're, they're hemorrhaging earnings based on what happened here. So that's, I think, uh, that's significant. I mean, when you're talking about a $15 billion loss in stock value. It also, Buck, remember initial, they were like, oh, everybody will just drink some other product. Anheuser-Busch has a lot of products. I think a lot of people have gotten smart, and they're like, okay, I won't drink Budweiser. In other words, the Bud Light negativity is now infecting other AB brands because I think the people who cared about this, that people would just like, oh, whatever, it's not going to have an impact. It's having so much of an impact, Buck. There's now a report that there isn't enough Coors Light and Miller Light available potentially for Memorial Day weekend in some markets. And I'm getting pictures sent to me all the time. Walmart and a lot of other mass retailers are basically giving away Bud Light right now. Because remember, there's expiration dates on when this product can be consumed. And so it's not only that Bud Light is tanking, it's that Bud Light's competitors are being lifted uh, just by not having made a super woke advertising decision. It's uh, remarkable to see how short-sighted it was i also think what is the chance that anybody if coors light versus miller light i would want to know what percentage of beer drinkers could tell the difference between those two beers as well i know we but we get we get pilloried for this both of us we get pilloried <laughs> by people I'm the, the audience are outraged and people you. now are mad at you over this i will continue to hammer it home if you have a hot dog and you are sitting watching a ball game uh there's no way you can tell the difference in a plastic cup whether you're drinking Bud Light, Miller Light, or Coors Light. That is why I think this boycott is so effective. Because if Bud Light tasted so much different than everybody else, I think it would be harder for people to change their yeah. buying patterns. It, it doesn't. It, it, it's marketing. It's with yeah. a lot of beers. That's why they spend so much money on the bikinis and beaches and guys, you know, guys with beer guts who are like, hey, we're with all the bikini babes, you know, in the 80s. Uh, that's, it's all, it's all in the marketing. So anyway, we're, we're continuing to look at that closely, but I wanted to let the White House weigh in on a controversy here from earlier in the week. We told you that, that, uh, senior figures within the NAACP said that there was a, uh, or talked about the travel advisory they had put into place for Florida, that Florida, the state of, is, an unsafe, unwelcoming, dangerous place. A terrorist state, I think, is what somebody said about it this week on the left, uh, for uh, minorities uh, and for uh, members of the LGBTQIA plus community. Well, Karine Jean-Pierre was asked about this. Let's let everyone hear what this White House says about a state that they know they're going to lose in 2024, so they have no problem just trashing Florida all the time, it seems. Play three. We've been outspoken about the impact of misguided policies advanced by uh, Florida uh, uh, lawmakers. Republicans in in Florida have uh, attacked diversity. They've uh, attacked inclusion efforts. Uh, They've limited the teaching of black history. And they've uh, launched attacks on the LGBT youth, immigrants, educators, and women's reproductive freedom. That's what you have seen uh, from uh, lawmakers in Florida. So I will let NAACP 
I'll let uh, LULAC speak to their specific uh, uh, specifics of their travel advisories. But this administration is going to, as we have for the past two years, continue uh, to speak out against discriminatory uh, policies uh, pushed by state leaders across the country. Clay, you know, there's a tactic in propaganda, fire hose of falsehood, they will call it, where you just spray so many lies, so many misdirections that you figure you can overwhelm people's ability to discern the truth from the BS. And what you're hearing there is fire hose of false of falsehood. It's crazy. The amount of just all all the phrases too. what limiting the teaching of black history. What? What? How? It's all lies. It's all lies. I mean, everything that she said in that answer is a lie. Everything. And I think this is so important. It's one thing to disagree on what the tax code should be, right? We can agree or like, hey, I think that the corporate tax rate should be 24%. Well, I think it should be 14%. I think we should have this tax on dividends. I think the capital gains rate needs to be like all those things. I would acknowledge we can have a legitimate debate on, right? You and your neighbor might have a different opinion on how capital gains should be treated. That's a rational conversation, as long as your neighbor's not arguing for like 80% capital gains rates or some, which some lunatics would. Buck, all, everything that she said is an unmitigated lie. All of it. And everything that the NAACP said, it's a lie, right? Black people are not in danger in Florida. Gay people are not in danger in Florida. But you know where I went for uh, sp- uh, Christmas break? Key West. I can guarantee you, if you have ever been to Key West, Florida, it might be the gay capital of America. People in Key West, Ron DeSantis is the governor of Florida. All the gay, lesbian universe. But do you think in Key West, they're like, we better get on a boat and go to Cuba right now. We're in danger of being uh, exterminated in Florida because of our gayness. Of course not. Where you live now in Miami. Monstrous gay population. One of the biggest gay populations per capita in the entire country. You're in Miami. Do you think gay people feel threatened right now to walk around the streets? This is such a lie. It's all a lie. The book bans isn't true. The uh the the, the idea that that anybody is in danger. In fact, Crime is way down in Florida. You're actually safer in Florida now than most parts of America, certainly in big cities. And if you're lying like this, why? Why are these lies necessary? Because they're terrified, I think, of DeSantis because he won by 20 points in Florida. Scoreboard. This is a scoreboard kind of election, right? And that's why they have to lie to attack him. Yeah, just for for all of the frustration that a lot of uh republicans felt in and we were front of the line in 2022 with what the polls seemed to indicate and what the reality ended up being the the only place we saw a dramatic overperformance overperformance relative to favorable polls for a republican was in florida where we were talking about a maybe a six or a seven point win was a 20 point win a 20 point win in florida uh, you know, look, people can say whatever they want about, you know, who they like or who they support, everything else. That's all fine. But the numbers don't lie. That was a, a massive victory that I think, I think the Democrats recognize 
that there's a there's a template here as well for how Republicans can do elections and how they can dial it in in different states. If you if you had Florida level elections in Nevada, I mean, level, I mean, trustworthiness, you know, systems in place, understanding the rules and leveraging them for the GOP side, Pennsylvania, Georgia, these states start to look a lot better for the GOP. Couple of facts on that Florida situation. Uh, Corinne Jean Pierre said women are in danger. You know, Ron DeSantis won single women in Florida. I mean, I just want all of you out there to think about that because we heard so much about women moving against the Republican Party. Ron DeSantis won a majority of single women in the state of Florida. Second part here. DeSantis won Florida percentage-wise, by more than Gavin Newsom won California. That stat blows people's minds. Go look at the returns. The Republican candidate for governor in California got more support against Gavin Newsom than the Democrat candidate for governor did against Ron DeSantis. We know California is a far-left state. Yet, in California, Gavin Newsom was not able to win in that state by as much as DeSantis won in Florida. If if what Corrine Jean-Pierre and everybody else is saying were true, the ultimate like end-of-the-argument case to me, Buck, is why have millions of people moved to Florida since Ron DeSantis became governor? If you were actually in danger, would you move to Florida? No. It's because that's a lie. And it's a really bad lie. And that's what I hate to see Trump echoing what Hillary Clinton and Corrine Jean-Pierre and Joe Biden are saying. I think it's a really ineffective attack against DeSantis. And frankly, it seems desperate to me. I also think it's just to take this out of the realm of because I, I think for, for some folks, they're hearing they hear a lot of look, the governor of Florida is about to announce today. And so there's going to be focus on this. And Florida has as a state, especially in the covid era and afterwards, become a place where. I mean, look, think of most of the, as we all know, Rush lived, Rush lived in Florida, uh, for decades. Um, and now you have Florida, you have more conservative media commentators, radio hosts, uh, et cetera, in Florida than, than really any other state. Um, and there's been a real movement toward it. But, but what I think is interesting for the Democrats is what's the blue state? That's getting all of the people that want to go there right now. Great question. There's a lot of blue states out there and that, that as geographic locations and cultural centers and historically are, are amazing. What are the blue states? What we see is in fact, even in a place like New York City, they're, they're saying, please stop sending so many migrants here. We can't, we can't handle all the migrants. Okay. Well, what's the blue state that is so welcoming that's bringing in so many people right now? who want to move internally from other places in the United States, they don't have an exemplar. They don't have a, hey, this is blue state governance working so well. We can't even, we have to turn people away practically because we don't have enough housing for them because everyone wants to live here. No, in the blue states, it's we're running out of free housing to give people because we can't afford more free housing because the tax base is leaving. It's not a good look. It's not a good look. You know, you spend... Any amount of time with your computer, and you know how reliant you are on that device and the information on it. If you woke up tomorrow and turned the computer on only to find the screen black and the computer unresponsive to any prompts, you'd be in a world of hurt, disabled, sidelined. I know what that's like. It's happened to me. 
Losing every email, every document, all the contacts you have could derail you for days into the future. You could lose a whole project you've been working on for weeks, perhaps more. So that's why you got to back up your computer so that all that data is safely and securely stored in a way you can quickly access it. We suggest you rely on iDrive.com for just that, a safe, secure backup of your data. This is the company Rush always mentioned and the same company that we're big fans of. I mean, how could you not be? Their online off-site system makes it easy to back up your computer data every day or more often so that you never suffer a loss of all of your information. Eight years in a row now, iDrive.com has won PC Magazine Awards Best Cloud Backup Solution. With iDrive, you can back up all of your PCs, Mac servers, and mobile devices into one account for one cost. iDrive plans start at less than $7 a month. Get a whopping 90% off your first year when you use my name, Buck, as the promo code. That's iDrive.com. Again, iDrive.com. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. Chalk up a win for Team Reality. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and Search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my this idea of, what do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know... Okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Some of you may uh, have heard us earlier in the show talking about my position. I think, Buck, you agree with it. 
that if I were a Republican candidate right now running for president, whether I'm Ron DeSantis, who's announcing tonight, Tim Scott, Nikki Haley, Vivek Ramaswamy, all of them, I would come out and say, I will pardon Donald Trump from all federal charges if I'm elected president. That's what I would say. Some of you have reacted to this. Uh, VIP listener Frank says, if any Republican candidate stated they would pardon Trump, it would play right into the Democrats' hands. There would be ads saying they're puppets of Trump by guaranteeing his pardon. Also, VIP listener Todd says, I wouldn't declare to pardon Trump until after you get the nomination. That would be a nice card to have to get Trump's endorsement should Trump lose. Trade a pardon for all of his support and his supporters. I disagree with both. Uh, I don't know how you would respond. These are valid points. I mean, smart uh, takes. I think you have to stand on principle. And the principle should be, we are not going to charge someone with a crime because they are political opposition. We've never done it before in the history of our republic, and it's just flat out wrong. And I understand that you might get attacked for it, but I think standing on principle actually plays well with independent voters. And the people who think that Trump is Hitler, they're not going to vote for you anyway. So I don't buy into the fact that you would lose any support at all. I actually think you would strengthen it by standing on principle. Yes, because I, I so I think that even among people who are, I I think that there is this this little tranche in the middle uh, politically of people for whom Trump is not their guy, but they recognize that this witch hunt stuff is completely insane. Right? Yes. They recognize yes. this isn't about relitigating 2020 and the election. This is about now they're truly persecuting him. The left is persecuting Trump like a, bon- a bunch of maniacs. And I think people see that for what it is. Even some people who are super critical of Trump, for example, all, really all across the board, a lot of them uh, have come out to say, like the Alvin Bragg thing in New York City is just yeah. an outrage. It's, ju- it's yeah. just a, you know, debases our justice system. If you want to weigh in, you got a strong take on that. 800-282-2882. We'll take your calls to finish off the show. In the meantime, Team at My Pillow, working with their founder, Mike Lindell, has come up with great values on products every day. And the best offer right now, how about a six-piece towel set for just 25 bucks? That's 75% off the usual price. Again, all you have to do is go to MyPillow.com. It gets you two bath, two hand towels, two washcloths. Regularly a hundred bucks. Right now, twenty-five bucks when you use the code Clay and Buck at checkout. Here's how you do it. Go to mypillow.com, click on the radio listener special square, and enter the promo code Clay and Buck. You can also call 800-792-3269. Two bath, two hand towels, two washcloths. Usually it's a hundred bucks. Right now you'll get it for twenty-five bucks. Again, go to mypillow.com, put in the code Clay and Buck. That's MyPillow.com. Put in that code Clay and Buck and save 75% today. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the front lines of truth. Welcome back to Clay and Buck. Our friend Caroline Levitt joins us now. Caroline ran for Congress up in New Hampshire. You'll all recall she was also a college athlete and uh, is now uh, working for the um, MAGA Inc. She's a MAGA Inc. spokeswoman. Caroline, welcome. How's the MAGA Inc. stuff going? Hey, you guys. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be back with you. Your audience was 
so kind to me in my election. So I want to say thank you to everyone listening for their support of my congressional race. Unfortunately, did not work out, but MAGA Inc. is going great. I'm proud to be the spokeswoman. We are the super PAC that is supporting President Trump's re-election campaign for 2024, and it's looking good. We're definitely dominating in the polls, uh, but things are heating up. Of course, we're expecting Governor DeSantis hopping in the race any minute, making an announcement tonight. So uh, looking forward to a tough fight and then taking on a tougher fight to Joe Biden and the Democrats and turning this dang country around, that's for sure. So speaking of of, uh, of tough fights, we can actually. I want to come back to and uh, Clay's got some some uh, thoughts on the politics side of it as well as on what we're going to get into here for a second. H- have you seen the latest with the uh, with the women in sports stuff and the transgender individuals in sports? I mean, some uh, a girl just lost out in the state championship in California. She couldn't go because I think she was fourth place. She should have been third place um, because a transgender individual was running. What what is what is it going to take? You think for us to reach critical mass where this is going to stop? And and also is is President Trump planning to stop this in a meaningful way if if he becomes president again? Yeah. First of all, this is an issue that really infuriates me. Like literally makes my blood boil every time I see it, hear it, talk about it, talk to a fellow female athletes who have. I've suffered from this, and it really is absolutely insane. And most rational, sane Americans, I'm sure the majority, vast majority of your listeners don't agree with this stuff. Even Democrats, you talk to them, they say, I don't agree with men competing in women's sports. It's lunacy. It is, it's dictated by the far left, but we've seen it seep into every institution in this country that is going woke and really virtue signaling to these people. So one, we all need to do our part to continue to speak up against both corporate America, we've seen that recently with the Bud Light protest and their sales continue to tank, uh, but also in our own personal lives and making sure our friends, colleagues, even if they're not political people, understand this is happening and the, Demo- the modern-day Democrat Party has made this part of their party platform. It is, it's not anti-trans, it is anti-women policies that Bi- the Biden administration and Democrats at the state and local level in every state in this country are trying to push. And President Trump has uh, pushed forth in one of his Agenda 47 policy proposals, he's unveiled more than 140 new tangible policy proposals for the for his uh, administration over the next four years. And one of them is in, in signing an executive order to ensure that no uh, taxpayer-funded college or university receives federal funds if they allow men to compete in women's sports, if they allow men in women's locker rooms. And when you threaten the dollar signs, as we've seen with Bud Light, uh, things do ch- tend to change. And so as President Trump said himself, money talks, and it's time to uh, beat the radical left at their own game. Caroline, you're in my hometown in Nashville. How are you liking it so far? I got to tell you, I am loving it. It's my first time here in Nashville. I'm here for work, so I haven't been able to have too much fun, but I can certainly see why this is a very fun town. I will be back for no work and a lot more fun, uh, but I am really enjoying Nashville. I've met a lot of great people. It's hard to believe this is a liberal city, Clay, that votes uh, for Democrats. I was looking up some of the statistics in past elections while I've been here. I've met so many great conservatives while I've been here. Maybe I'm used to liberal, elitist New England cities like Boston, where I'm from up in New England, but um, I'm having a great time. Well, people out and about in Nashville, by and large, do not live in Nashville. And it is, I think, a great draw for people of all walks of life, and certainly the state of Tennessee is. So welcome, because I know you've never been here before. 
We're talking about Target as well. You mentioned Bud Light. You're, I think, uh, like 26 years old, something like that. Super young, like we said, yeah. nearly elected to Congress uh, from New Hampshire. I think you'll be there at some point in the future, just a prediction. But would you have ever believed that there would be bathing suits being sold for women that allow the penis to be tucked and hidden? Like, I, I, I see this stuff at Target, and I think to myself, how in the world did we get here you're young. You're 26. I bet you're out, you know, shopping all the time. You probably go to Target a lot because I know lots of women your age do. When you see something like this, how crazy is it just from a purely, is this the real world we're living in perspective? Yeah, it is. That's exactly what I thought. I saw it a couple of weeks ago. I was in Target and I saw the, uh, for LGBTQ plus Pride Month, all the alphabet soup. Uh, they're celebrating it and you see these things that are for children, right? So that's where a, a line needs to be drawn. Enough is enough. Um, and it is really disgusting and disturbing, but something that I guess does, uh, it's fearful to me is I'm definitely the ideological minority amongst my generation. No doubt Gen Z is overwhelmingly leftist and liberal and they think this stuff is okay. Like even some of my I, I consider them friends or acquaintances. I've sent them some of this Target stuff or the Bud Light stuff, and some people say, well, let's, who cares, right? Like, let's just let them do that. But they don't see the bigger picture, which we as political people, I think, see, which is that this is the deterioration of America from within. This is pitting people up against one another based on race, now sexuality, now gender. This is ignoring biological reality and truth. And This is a national security concern, right? Because our adversaries, China, Russia, Iran, they are loving this. They are absolutely loving the fact that we are stripping masculinity out of our society and weakening it from within. But most Americans, I don't know if they see it. My generation certainly doesn't see it that way. That's why I take great pride in speaking truth and conservative values. I do a lot of work on my own personal social media to get this message out. Like, There's a bigger picture here than just Target selling these deeply disturbing and, in my view, disgusting uh, clothes, we need to be speaking that that truth to this power. Speaking of Caroline Levitt, uh, Caroline, you know, do you, you think that uh, the Dodgers may face, we talked about them at the top of the show, the Dodgers may face a little bit of, of backlash here given the uh, LGBTQIA plus Pride uh, Festival. It's going to have the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. We're all guys uh, dressed as women, dressed as nuns. You think that there's going to be someone, are we going to rally or are people going to say, oh, I like my baseball too much? Right. You know, it's different than Bud Light because are people going to boycott their hometown team? Are people going to boycott the MLB? There's no other options, right? There's not a lot of competition when it comes to uh, major league sports. You have the MLB and that's about it, right? Unless you're going to go to your hometown uh, AAA game, which I have not done that since I was a little kid. So I'm probably not going to do that. Boston Red Sox, Fenway Park, it's hard to say no to some of these things that are become so ingrained in our culture and in our lives. But this is where we as conservatives especially really do have to buckle down and speak truth to that and boycott these organizations. Because if we don't, they're just going to keep doing it. And, you know, as we've seen with Bud Light, money does talk and their sales are plummeting. Can we do the same for the L.A. Dodgers? Only if we really buckle down and all band together as conservatives. Uh, we have the power to do that. That's the beauty of the free market. But I do think it's going to be more difficult, Clay, because there's less competition in this industry of sports. And people love sports so much. I love sports 
uh, very much I am rooting hard for our Boston Celtics tomorrow night to make a comeback. And if, if the Celtics did this, it would be tough not to tune into them, right? Like my hometown team and watch. But again, it goes back to that greater perspective. What is really happening to, to America? These people want to divide us and we have to stand up and say, no, you can't do that. I just That's learned great the Celtics point, are in the finals, Clad. <laughs> That's a great point, Buck, and I, I hadn't even thought about it until Caroline came on. We said that Bud Light, Miller Light, Coors Light don't taste very different, right? If you're a Dodgers fan, it's a lot different than being an Angels fan or, or being right. a fan of another team, which makes this more challenging. I hadn't thought about that point in particular. Caroline, have a good time in Nashville. We appreciate you coming on and uh, look forward to talking in the future when you're in Congress. Thank you guys so much. Take care. You know, if your cell phone plan is with AT&T, Verizon, or T-Mobile, you're spending too much money on cell phone service. You don't have to do that. You can save a boatload of money and still get great nationwide 5G service by switching to Pure Talk. You like Samsung cell phones? Switch to Pure Talk now and get a free 5G Samsung Galaxy phone. That's right. Sign up for Pure Talk's unlimited talk, unlimited text, and unlimited data plan with mobile hotspot for just 55 bucks a month and get a 5G Samsung Galaxy for free. That's right. You get unlimited everything at a fraction of the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. And here's another thing. You'll be on America's most dependable 5G network. How do I know? Well, I'm a customer. I'm a Pure Talk guy. So just dial pound 250, say Clay and Buck. You'll get a free Samsung Galaxy when you sign up for unlimited talk, text, and unlimited data. Again, just dial pound 250 right now from your phone. Dial pound 250. Say the words Clay and Buck and switch to Pure Talk today because Pure Talk is wireless for Americans by Americans. Subscribe to CNB 24-7 and never miss a minute of Clay and Buck while getting behind-the-scene access to special content for members only. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, 
navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my this idea of what do, is that? Is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know. Okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show, closing up the Wednesday edition of the program. Uh, VIP listener Michael says, just to let you know, I can tell the difference between the taste of the three beers. Obviously, you don't know your beers. Uh, we were at an Army-Navy football game, and my brother-in-law went out for the beers. He knew my son and I wanted Bud Light when he came back and gave us our beers in the plastic cups. Both my son and I told him, it's not Bud Light. He admitted it was Miller Light because the Bud Light line to purchase was too long. He didn't think we'd know the difference. We know our beers. Look, I'll just say this. First of all, I'm doubting you. Um, I'm just doubting you because you said that it wasn't Bud Light, but I think if you had uh, a blind taste test, you wouldn't be able to tell by and large. And you might have suspected that your brother-in-law was not going to get you the beer that you wanted in the back of your mind. I will say this. We need to have a light beer taste-off at some point in the future, Buck. Maybe in the summer, we will allow some of you who think you are the most stalwart beer-drinking snobs on the planet to be able to try to tell the difference. I think in our taste test, Buck, that Bud Light, Miller Light, and Coors Light would not be able to tell the difference. I know this. After you've had like two or three beers, you definitely can't tell the difference, right? So I, I could say this, that uh, people who are high-level wine drinkers, and I mean that as in people that you know, think of themselves as having a very sophisticated palate, there are people who can taste a wine and they know... You know, the year, the vintage. I mean, th- there are people it's that a they tiny do... percentage of people. This is what I was going to say. Yeah. Even among the people who think of themselves as very sophisticated palate wine drinkers, um, it's a very, very small percentage that actually can tell the difference. So look, is VIP listener Michael that for beer? You know, is, is he in that, that gifted palate category? It is possible. Is it probable? That is a different conversation. Buck, how many wineries have you been to? And they'll like bring out the different carafes, I think they call it, right? Yes, of, sir. Uh, of, uh, of wine. And they'll be like, what you'll notice about this one is there's a subtle hint of flavorful berry and oak and hue because and then you know like in your head you'll be like oh that sounds really nice that sounds really fantastic and then what do i do my knucklehead almost immediately buck i forget which one that's supposed to be right and once i've had like three or four glasses of wine I, i can barely tell anything i will say when we were in italy we went to a winery and i loved everything that i drank at that winery because they sell the experience. Oh, look at this beautiful vineyard out in front of you. These are hand-plucked grapes. And then we take them and we do all this stuff. But after like two or three drinks, it's really just the experience. 
I'm going to call out almost all of you. I don't think you can tell the difference between wine, beer, all of it. I think it's all a sham. I went to a cheese tasting once in New York City. That was a just thing. cheese. Well, you have like little. You can have little crap, but it's lots of different kinds of cheese. Yes, that's it really was, weird. It was delicious, sir. I will have you <laughs> know. Why I would will there have be a you cheese know. tasting without so that wine? you could pick up the hints of of elderberry and. And cinnamon in the, uh, I don't know, man. I just got to eat a lot of cheese. Why are you asking so Did many questions? Did you go with a girl? Yeah, of course. Okay. I mean, you didn't go to taste the cheese. You went with the girl. I if did, you were to sing, I would be so suspicious of you if you were like, when you were single, if you were like, <laughs> I was like, what you got going on this alone? weekend? <laughs> and you were like, you know, I've got this cheese tasting. <laughs> I was like, who are you going with? I just, I, I just a big cheese guy. I'm just gonna go solo. I'm treating myself. <laughs> I, what the world is going on? I mean, I have to admit, like I'm, I'm one of those guys. I have to, I can't keep it in the house because I do like the fattier and more indulgent the cheese, the more I love cheese, and I'm trying not to eat it because you know, Dad bod. I mean, I will eat a wedge of brie like a slice of pizza if left to my own devices. Like I'll just take that whole triangle and just go for it. You know, I, I so Fox Sports. When we would watch college football games or NFL games, they bring in catered meals. Food is amazing. And they would bring in all these cheeses on a tray. And that's one of those things, I will admit, it's almost impossible to stop eating cheese like on a tray with different flavors. It's a little bit like stopping eating Doritos. Like It's almost impossible once you start eating Doritos, in my experience, to stop. But you know what? I was very anti-cheese after this. You know what they sometimes... I've only had migraines like once or twice in my life. After I just ate that huge cheese tray, I'm not kidding about this, on my flight back from L.A. to Nashville the next day, Buck, I got the worst migraine. I thought I was going to die. I went and looked up all of the data, like what brings on migraines? Cheese. They think if you eat a ton of cheese, I don't know if it's true, but I ate a ton of cheese that day, and I had the worst migraine of my life, and I've sworn off a lot of cheese ever since because I, I don't want to have that feeling again. Especially, you know, for our Milwaukee and Wisconsin audience, among other, I'm just going to say I do not co-sign Clay's anti-cheese, big cheese, anti-cheese rhetoric. You know, audience. throwing Clay throwing cheddar under the bus for his headache. Maybe <laughs> you just need a little more water, Clay. You know, there's a lot of reasons you can get a headache. This is crazy talk. A migraine. Right it wasn't just a headache. It was I thought I was going to die. I, I I don't usually get the headaches. I've never had a migraine before. I'm putting it all on the cheese plate. I think I ate too much cheese that day because they brought it in for free and it was delectable and it was delicious. But I had to teach myself. What, you can't what is just the food? Gorge yourself. What is the food you are most likely to overeat? If you're going to overeat something, what's the thing you'll put too much away of? Oh, I I don't the chips and salsa. Chips I don't salsa. think I've ever been like I've had too much chips and salsa. I think I could like kill myself. I, I've I told just people this: eating. you never want to actually think about guacamole and what you've had. Like people think of guacamole as like a palate cleanser. Yeah, that tub of guac. If you knock that thing back, <laughs> that's you know you might as well eat a pizza, like the whole pizza. It's not. Uh, it's good fat, but it's uh, high calorie. We're hungry, as you can tell here on the show right now. So. Just yeah, chips and salsa. I would go in and remember, I I was the one. I brought this to the masses. Pancakes don't actually have that many calories. You didn't believe it. Like I could eat pancakes forever, and I somehow have convinced myself that it's not that bad for you. So that is uh, that is on my horizon. I will die of chips and salsa and pancakes.
Clay and I and are going to go have a snack, respectively. Uh, I'm going to have some cheese, and he's going to go have some dry pancakes with no syrup, like some kind of barbarian. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.